You're listening to The Occupational Philosophers with Simon Banks and John Rice. Welcome to The Occupational Philosophers, a not-so-serious business podcast. And this year, we're introducing a new in-betweener episode every Monday, where we're going to kickstart your creativity, curiosity and imagination. Simon, I think you've had some ideas for today's little episode. Yeah, and just on the in-betweeners episode, also an ode to the show. Have you ever seen the in-betweeners? I have seen the in-betweeners. Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. I realised that we we might be hanging our hat on the wrong thing here. <laughs> That's what I thought during the week. I thought, ooh, maybe uh, maybe not the right audience. But there we go. But look, the, what's important? These will be ten minutes. So kickstart your creativity, curiosity, imagination every Monday. Now. Today's episode, John, I was really, I've been fascinated by your January Advent calendar and the joy it's bringing you. So just quickly, what's one thing you've done in the last week? (laughs) Well, I'll I'll share my favourite. My favourite was I picked out a would you rather with a family member. Would you rather, as you know, is a bit like the thought experiments where you say, would you rather do X or would you rather do Y? And I was visiting my 83-year-old mum (laughs) <laughs> and I thought, well, and that was my advent calendar task for the day. So I asked Mama, would you rather, from a, a card, and I said, would you rather be able to walk on water for the rest of your life, or would you rather be able to fly for three hours at a time, only three times for the rest of your life? What do you reckon she went for? I reckon she went fly. She did. Yeah, yeah I yeah, thought yeah. she. she's a Catholic, so I thought she might have gone for the walking on water bit, but... <laughs> But she went for flying. She went for flying. Yeah, there you go. That was quite strange. Having my mum go, oh, I've always wanted to fly. Yeah, but what a great question. A great thought starter. On a little side note, (laughs) I run these thought experiments with my uh, when I'm taking my son and his mates to the skate park or something, and he's like 13, highly embarrassed by everything I say or do. So I'll run these thought experiments. I say, okay, because they're not saying anything. They're all on their phones. So I said, I'll put the phones down. I said, if you could just have the skin of a coconut or a pineapple for the rest of your life, what would you choose? They're all like, oh, right. my son's going, Dad, this is stupid. They go, no, no, these are good. They're so I'm, I'm kicking off a little, uh, <laughs> a little group. What we've said, though, is wouldn't it be great for teams in organisations to have these similar sort of curiosity advent calendars. And I know we've talked around questions, and I thought, imagine if you had a great little thought starter question. And look, a bit of feedback. Some of those questions you gave me, a little bland, a little vanilla, John. So we realised that it's a curious question that does the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. So in that mm-hmm. framework, we thought, let's ask some questions, one a day, that you wouldn't normally ask. And the idea, John, being... What would you say? The idea being that you, as a team, just step back, get curious, explore some topics as we might do in that idea of thought experiments. What if and how might we? And those types of questions that teams often, in the busyness of just getting stuff done, don't take the time to ask themselves. So it is about finding a a mechanism to have teams just open the door of the advent calendar, see what questions inside and explore it together. And it only needs to be 15 minutes, half an hour, it's up to them. But yeah, if they could do that, I think it'd be quite good. And yes, my questions were boring. The sentiment <laughs> of those questions was right, but you have jazzed them up, Simon. Thank you. Well, I've done my best.
Now, here's the rules I think we should suggest just for the first week on this, if you're going to try this at work, 15 minutes only. So there's a sense of brevity to it. Brevity is not the right word, but the sense of let's get this done as well. John, first question. The first question, Simon, is to open up and have your team explore is if we hosted a forum on why our products and services suck, what would be the main points? So I think this is great. This is a chance for everybody to go, well, you know, that is something we shouldn't shouldn't be doing and that doesn't work at all. So, yeah, fun way of opening up what's not working as well as it might do. And also calling out some of those maybe the elephant in the rooms or I often call the, the corporate cliches. The corporate cliches being in 1975, it was a great idea, but in 2022... The person who came up with that idea has retired, so we can no longer need to go, yes, that's what Barry said. Nice way to... It's a bit like my brown corduroys. Yeah. (laughs) They were really good in 1975 when I was six. Question two. (laughs) Steve Jobs comes back from the dead. What would you showcase, only visits your office, of course, what would you showcase as your greatest innovation? Hmm. Again, that's nice. And I think what we're saying here as well, Simon, is have some fun with these questions. So the questions are to make the team curious, to push their thinking, to explore together and not judge, but make them fun, which is what you did to my question. Yeah. (laughs) But think, Steve Jobs, let's say possibly one of the world's greatest innovators with regards to product and that intersection of design and technology and the creative arts. You know, the pressure's on. What are you going to show? Yeah. What are you going to show? What's your greatest yeah. innovation? Like, well, how are you going to impress this man? Yeah. And if you've got nothing to show, yeah. what's some other questions you could be asking? Yeah. <laughs> you could say, Steve, I've got a phone. Have you seen these before? <laughs> Question three. Right. Next one is, so this is this is a bit about risk, I think. So if our team is currently playing a safe game of vanilla lawn bowls, crown green bowls to those of you in the UK, what would a game of no holds barred ice hockey look like? Possibly naked. <laughs> Possibly naked. So the point there is risk. This is about saying, look, you know, we're just, are we playing it too safe here? What, how can we push things? How might we do things differently and just go out a little bit more there and maybe uh, create something quite magical? Or if we were to be the lawn bowls team that, you know, they're in all your, all your whites, you probably quite genteel, quite sedate, a schooner of beer in your hand or a pint. How would you be the young upstarts of the Bowling Green that come in, really rip things up, punk hairstyles, do things different? What would that look like for your team? That's it. Risk and disruption. There we go. Simon, what's the next one? All right. What's the most outlandish idea that could bring the biggest change to this team? Hmm. So this is getting people to really sort of go beyond the box, way beyond the box, whatever's in that box currently. (laughs) Quoting one of our previous episodes, but start to think, look, what's the big thing that we really, if we had it, it could make such a massive difference. Like what's the thing if we didn't have any holds barred, that really outlandish idea that is so far at the edge of what we think is possible currently. But if we could do it, what, what could it do? What could it be? What would that game changer be if we could do it? We have to emphasise, of course, that as as teams, as you explore these questions, there has to be a safe environment of no judgment, no kind of sort of 
the sharp banter that kills those thoughts and ideas and conversations, which we've talked about before, Simon? No, absolutely. Just be open, see what happens, see what happens. And when a good thing with a good question doesn't, it allows curious answers as well. Curious question allows curious answers. All right, John, last one. Fifth question, last one. I think every team should ask, who's moved my cheese <laughs> and crackers and other condiments? Now, just for some just for some context here, I, I remember <laughs> back when we worked together, let's say this is a long time ago, we had to do a book review. I'm not knocking this, this is a great idea. We did a book review once a month. We'd all read a book and we'd come in and talk about a business book. Your book was Who's Moved My Cheese? So and I remember this, mm. that I can remember the cover, it's Swiss cheese in a sort of yeah. triangle wedge. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about this for some context if you haven't read that book. If you haven't read that book, it is a good book. It is one of those classic management tomes, which was all about change, adapting to change, reacting to change, embracing change. So again, it's a useful, fun way to introduce that topic into a team to say, look, you know, let's, how can we adapt? How do we embrace change? How do we actually um, take advantage of it? But this question, so, yes, who, there's some good messages in who there. moved. That's the book, but who moved my cheese? Like, what's the, how do, how might one answer that? Like, <laughs> I sort of get it. <laughs> but this is a question about change, but who moved my cheese, crackers, and condiments? Well, what what's creating the change? What's creating? I'm just riffing with it now, but yeah, I don't know what the crackers means. But the who's move, who's creating the change, man? Who's moving it? It was over there a minute ago. Wait a minute, where's my chutney? And off you go. <laughs> <laughs> Can you leave me alone now? I can't say anything more about that, but that's as much as I know. Now let's say twenty years ago. Who's making the changes around here? Is that the right way to say it in a positive way or Yeah, just go read the book, <laughs> find out. <laughs> well, there's four really good questions. Fifth, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> right, sorry. The reason for this is, John, I'm, I'm really fascinated by teams having something they can put their hands into, pull out a task, pull out a question, pull out, when I say task, pull out a challenge, pull out a way of thinking differently, just to keep that curiosity moving. So we've kicked it off with a few questions, which we'll put in the show notes. And next time we do an yep. in-betweeners episode, there's going to be five curious, short, fun activities you could do with your team to shift your thinking. And before we go, Simon... How's the TV commercial thing coming along? And we'll explore that in our next episode. <laughs> All right, John, as always, check us out on our website, occupationalphilosophers.com. Subscribe, tell your friends. You can email us at occupationalphilosophers at gmail.com. And just to wrap us up, John, what do we say? Stay curious, play more, have fun, make stuff. All right. Is that the right order? That's good. That'll do. Bye.